0: to episode 103 of Divided by Werewolves. Um, I guess if you're on the West Coast, man, uh, hopefully you are in a position where you um, are safe, can be safe, can get yourself somewhere safe if uh, the, the wildfires that are affecting uh, yep. apparently the entire West Coast. Um, also,
1: you know, if you're having a kid... I understand being excited, but maybe, you know, you know what? detonate explosives to show the gender. Just Gen- kind of say it. Gender
0: reveal parties have caused more destruction than any Black Lives Matter protest. Right. Just, you know, just say it. You don't have to blow anything up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and for the record, uh, if for the gender reveal thing, the woman who came up with the gender reveal parties uh, has said repeatedly that she regrets having done yep. it because of all of the shit that it's caused. And she did it not because she placed uh, importance on knowing the gender of her baby, but because she had um, gone through a number of miscarriages Mm. and was excited that her pregnancy had gone far enough to where a doctor could tell what the gender of the baby was. Right. She ain't looking to fucking festoon her... Yeah, fucking pickup truck with blue tires and then (laughs) burn down half of Australia or whatever dumb shit. So just, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Just because your baby's got a dick doesn't mean he's going to identify as a man. So why don't you slow your roll and just accept your kid for whoever the fuck they are when they come out and just (laughs) stop burning shit down. But also like (laughs) this type of stuff where And I've said this to my wife for years now when I say, hey, it's really hot. And she goes, well, normally it's not hot like this. And I say, well, there isn't a normal anymore because we don't know. Climate change is a thing. And whether you want to believe it or not, it actually is. And we don't know what normal is. So when they talk about these unprecedented wildfires, they're unprecedented now. They won't be unprecedented when they happen again next year and mm, right. we have to start doing something to address the uh the, the 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 elephant in the room which is climate change uh that's causing among other you know man-made problems that's causing these fires to happen and also mm-hmm. i would like to point out um that when Uh, Portland was home to a number of protests and individuals rioting and looting, uh, that our president had a lot to say about, you know, Portland burning and how he might have to send in troops, did send in federal troops, by the way, who would grab protesters into vans, uh, by unmarked, unidentified federal agents and then whisked away to God knows where, but, you know, whatever, put that aside, um had all whole sorts of things to say about the state of Portland. Well, now that Portland could potentially actually literally be on fire, Mm -hmm. there's nothing. Oh, gee, I wonder why that is. (laughs) Why, why could that possibly be? Because if he is to, uh, uh, mention the fact that Portland is in the path of a wildfire caused by climate change, he can't blame it on black people. There's that. Also, uh, you know, September 11th happened Friday. You know, obviously, mm. it's 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 a day that that we should all remember. But um, we have a 9/11 every three days. Every three yeah, days. Right? <laughs> every three days, the number of people who die from the coronavirus I- equals the number of people who died um, at 9/11. So, and that has gone back for months. And so, if we think it is important enough to uh, remember uh, what happened on 9-11, and I don't disagree with that um, in terms of the t- the human toll, um, it might behoove us to place the same amount of importance on the however many 9-11's worth of deaths we've had since this thing has happened, uh, not to mention the uh, 9-11 not only had you know, thousands of casualties on one day, but had however many tens of thousands of unknown health complications years later due to all of the first responders who uh, were breathing in, you know, all of the, the unfortunate um Uh, side effects of of the Twin Towers collapsing, Um, not to mention people who lived in New York City and were breathing all that in, not to mention just the stress, the PTSD, uh, all of that stuff. Well, we don't know the long-term health effect or health um, consequences of folks who have contracted the coronavirus. Um, Mm -hmm. What we do know is that the president has said uh, on the record that he knew how bad it was. And he downplayed Mm -hmm. it on purpose. So all of those times when he was at rallies telling people that it was going to be, it would go away in April, or once it got hot, it went away, or refusing to wear a mask, that it would have been bad if he was ignorant. It is exponentially worse that it was willful. Because anybody who has ever had to share bad news with a loved one knows that as difficult as it is, the right thing to do, the courageous thing to do, the fucking adult thing to do is mm-hmm. to share that information and then move forward and and, and and figure out a way to best get through it. But And he can say all he wants, so, well, I didn't want to cause a panic. Bullshit. Because he has no problem saying that if you vote for Joe Biden, black people are going to burn your cities down, which is trying to cause a panic. Mm. Pure and simple. So... Yep. You know, this is an individual who knew what was happening, and and chose to downplay it because, and and don't believe me, believe what he said in the past that he doesn't. It would hurt his reelection strategies. Yep. So, these deaths were preventable. I don't like wearing a mask. I today was a shitty day. It was gray. This is a, in rain, this is the first day I've had since we moved here. It was rainy all day. And my wife and I got food and we ate it in our car again <laughs> mm. and, and wearing the mask and all that. And I fucking hate I hate it. I hate – like my in-laws are coming next week uh, because they're looking to move down here. And we can't take them anywhere because I don't know anywhere because I haven't been able to go anywhere. Mm, mm. But that – I would put up with that for six months, nine months, a year. If it meant that we could get a handle on this and the the number of people who have died were still here. Mm -hmm. But instead, we're dealing with it, and all of those people are unfortunately still on the ground for nothing. Yep. And so, if this is your guy, okay, what do you, like, if this is your guy, what does it take? What do you stand for? What is it that is going to get you to go, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but the the other thing, and this is the most important thing, is that, you know, whatever happens, whoever if, – if and I, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, is that if Joe Biden gets elected, then we cannot – we absolutely cannot um, just go, whew, okay, right, there's an adult right. in place. No, there is yeah. so much work yeah. still to be done. There is so much mm-hmm. work still to be done that everybody is – Given the same opportunities and on the same level playing field, and it cannot stop just because the person who gets elected has a has a you know is is has a a D after their name. It just that can't be it because otherwise we're going to end up right back where we are right now with somebody else who undoubtedly will be smarter and will understand how to keep his fucking mouth shut, but still do all the same shitty things. Like we have to demand better of the people who represent us, and it doesn't matter who's there. So we, if, if, we can, if we can get somebody elected that will do the work of hopefully bringing us back to a better place, it, it can't stop there, not for any of us. We have to make sure that the issues that have been raised in the past three, four months in terms of inequality, both racially, economically, all that stuff continues to be pushed to the forefront because it's the only way things are going to get better. Yep. So that's that. I was very quiet and calm. Although, I, I don't, I don't get me wrong. I'm still mad. Like, every day I'm mad. I just don't have the energy to be loud about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, so, Wonder Woman got pushed to Christmas time, which, you know, sure, Christmas whatever. Time. I guess at this point, just pick a date. Pick a date. Mm who cares? Yeah, right. That's that's the, that's when they'll make the next announcement about how far back it gets delayed. <laughs> and I think that it's because I think folks, I think that studios were all watching Tenet, and they were like, "Yep, hundred percent." Kind of see how this goes. And then it was like, wah, wah, wah. and they're like, ow. Oh, yep, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not gonna do it." Um, yeah, because so. I
1: I, I imagine that Tenet was expensive, but I also oh, yeah. I imagine that like. Yeah, you know, something like Wonder Woman was probably maybe a little more expensive. So,
0: well, I think too. I think that um, yeah, Ross I just, was more of a gamble, right?
1: Because you assume Christopher Nolan's new 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 jam is going to be amazing and then and do well, and it kind of didn't.
0: Well, I think the reviews too, like uh, one of the reviews I read, they were like, it's like sitting and watching a math problem for two and a half hours. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound fun. So it's kind of like, you know, if, if it was like blockbuster reviews, then I could see maybe more people willing to like mm, go yeah. to the theater. Um, I think that right now, I think studios, they just, they just don't know what to do. So they're just like, they keep. Pushing, I mean, if they were smart, they would just say, you know what? We don't know when it's going to come out. We'll let you know. Instead of just like throwing a dart against the calendar and be like, well, December seems good. What do you think about December? You think we'll all be in theaters by December? (laughs) No, we will not. No, nope, I won't. <laughs> in December, uh, so two things. There's a wor- there's a bad case scenario and a worst case scenario. A uh, bad case scenario in December is we don't need, know if Donald Trump will leave office because he lost the election. Worst case scenario is we know Donald Trump won't leave office because he didn't lose the election. <laughs> that, exactly. <laughs> Either way, as much as I would love to go see Wonder Woman, I will probably have bigger things on my mind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I just remember. Just may you live in interesting times. It's just. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: Good Lord, man! If nothing else, like, like this this time that we live and we'll go down in history is. Probably the worst.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. when people see, like, oh, I would love to have lived through history, it's like, you know, most of the times that's not for great stuff, right? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. absolutely there have been times. Like, I remember when, like, you know, gay marriage was legalized and obviously I remember when, you know, Obama was elected president. I'm sure there's people who, you know, remember when women were given the right to vote or – um you know when the you know people when when the slaves were fle- freed or when black people were given the right to vote stuff like that like i mean those are like momentous positive moments but there's also so many not great moments where you're like yeah i lived mm-hmm. through that and it sucked <laughs> and i would have yeah. been happy to not <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <sighs> all right well let's talk about games and movies let's have a little yes. fun um you, We're going to do this now, because between the two of us, I do not expect, as the evening goes on, either one of us to remember the name of the game that you were talking about. I've, I've already out. forgotten half of it. I know it starts got with it. out. I've <laughs> got it. So before the show... We were talking about, as we always do, like, what are we going to talk about? And Mitch was like, oh, this is a game I'm addicted to on the Switch, but I don't know what it's called. And so, <laughs> so we had to look it up, and he said the name, like, six times, and I said it in my head, and I literally only remember half of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's... still have most of this glass of Basil Hayden's in front of me, so it's only <laughs> going to get worse.
1: I know. So, And the thing is, like I said, the only reason why I, want, I definitely want to talk about it right now is because it's on sale sure. for 99 cents and it's only a $15 game but if you can spend a dollar on a $15 game then I I you know well, I personally will do that I every mean the, time, the right? reality
0: is the majority of the stuff that's 99 cents on the eShop is garbage cuz it it yeah, most like is $1 it $1 a $1.50 right yeah it was a phone it was a, an android game
1: that's free to play for literally anyone with an Android phone, uh, but they want you to spend fifteen dollars for it on the Switch. Not not this game, but like most games. right? mean, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway. Uh, so I was, you know, I bitch about it all the time how there's so much shovelware on the Switch eShop, and, and and your suggestion, which was brilliant, was to. Instead of doing what I always do when I shop online, is I set price lowest plus shipping first, mm-hmm. you were like, I put it to the expensive stuff first, mm-hmm. and then I see, you know, what's on sale, and I go from there, and I'm like, that's fucking genius.
0: That's how I got, so, saw Mark of the Ninja was on sale for five bucks. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, so,
0: this game is called Overlanders. Oh, my God, I had it wrong. I thought it was called yeah. Out something. I, so no, I, had none, I thought Outlander. Okay, so he, I thought it was called Outlanders, and so I no. had I had half of it right. I just had the wrong half that I thought. <laughs> right, because
1: <laughs> because I I played Outlander on the 360, which was like this this uh, it was a Metroidvania type of game where you switched between oh, you, you yeah, were like yeah, with the like,
0: with the bionic arm uh, thing, right?
1: He had a sword, and he could switch between red and blue based on what the the
0: puzzle was. Okay, I can't so remember, like like an Ikaruga, but but not a shmup. Right, but but it
1: was like uh, it was based on like ancient like Aztec lore, yes! and it was like this yes! sort of that, okay. that game. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So this is Overlanders, <laughs> which is the name I could never remember. Um, Me
0: neither, apparently, but
1: it's <laughs> literally a a, a ninety nine cent. Uh, racing game, sort of in the vein of Wipeout and uh, Episode One Pod Racer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like four or five vehicles, and they're all very reminiscent of things from like either either Star Wars Pod Racer things or an, or a Wipeout vehicle. And the game it moves pretty fast. It's an arcade racer, which you know I don't like racing games, but I really don't like Sims. So that's why something like Wipeout is so much more in my alley. Burnout, um, burnout for life. So right, exactly. You never hit the brake. You're not supposed to hit the brake. That's <laughs> kind of what this is. Uh, um, but this game, and it has all the elements of Wipeout and, and stuff like that. So like you pick up power ups, you pick up you know shields. You pick, It's like Mario Kart, it's Kart Racer esque type of stuff. You pick up these these things, and some of them are you know guns or missiles or like weaponry and some of it is to you know defensive stuff right Uh, but what sets this game apart from like so many other things like and everything's there like the controls are tight the maps are interesting the speed is good like it's it's a like it could stand on its own as just that Mm -hmm. this game like it goes it, it does something to separate itself from like the multitude of games like that in that There are races, and I'm only playing campaign. I'm not playing the multiplayer. It has online multiplayer. Um, So I'm playing campaign, and it sprinkles in different, you know, game types. It's not just race. It's not just, you know, uh, uh, score the most points by, you know, damaging other racers and stuff. It puts kaiju in the game. (laughs) So, (laughs) So there's a mode. And it's like every third or fourth race in the campaign where uh, the it'll start off with like the starting line or whatever. And you see all the the carts or the the vehicles lined up ready to start. And then right before it gets to one, a big fucking monster will take off running and it'll run along ahead of the, the race. And to win this particular race, you have to be in first place and be getting like the pickups, you know how I like can Mario Kart, Yeah. If you're, in, if you're in first and you get like the green shell, which doesn't track, it's basically worthless. Yeah. Because there's nothing to you to like, try a to shoot it shoot. At. yeah. And it doesn't home. It doesn't home in on anything. Cause they're all behind you. Right. So in this game, the, the kaiju has a health bar. And as long as you're, you know, the, the, the race doesn't end until you deplete the, the health bar of the big monster. And so, You have to worry about the other racers behind you shooting shit at you while you have to pick up shit to shoot at the monster. That
0: sounds like um, – there was like some of the Lego Batman levels would have like these racing levels where like there was like a big enemy that you had to like shoot at while like other cars would try to – and it would like – you just kept going around Gotham City until you –
1: That's exactly what this is. Yeah. You you keep going around the track while the monster – and he – he can get ahead of you. Like, if you hit a rock or you fuck up, he'll run ahead. Mm-hmm. But the whole the whole race is about keeping people off your back, hitting you with, like, missiles and shit while you shoot missiles at a monster. Right. And it's
0: it is addictive as shit. I love it. You know, that reminds me, and it has nothing to do with it, but did you ever play Lego Rock Band? Mm-mm. Okay, Lego Rock Band was the fucking shit. But they had when when you played the song, you know, I don't, I forget who sings it, but the Go Go Godzilla, you know that song? Oh yeah. You there was actually like a kaiju rampaging, and you actually had to like play the song, and for and I thought and I was like, my God, like I know people like like Rock Band, like that whole genre, Mm. like got way too you know big and Um. but I fucking love Lego Rock Band. And I love fucking Green Day Rock Band too. Like I, that mm. I that game was the shit. I love that game. But when you mentioned that, I was like and I had not thought of Lego Rock Band in if you had told me, you know, there's a Lego Rock band, I'd be like, What's there? And I'd be like, Oh no, I have the achievements. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, my
1: my time with those games was like it's like it was like the life of a rock star. I got, like, really into it, and I burned out really
0: fast. So (laughs) the thing I remember most about Rock Band, two things I remember most about Rock Band, one is that I could um, five-star Dirty Little Secret by, (laughs) oh, shit, who sang that song? Um, All American Rejects. All American Rejects, thank you. uh, On Expert every time. Oh, shit. Yep. That's impressive. So, uh, I never got
1: past hard on anything.
0: And, and so well, it part was part not because I have, I have a good voice. It's because I just knew how to do it. So like Petey mm-hmm. and Hodge, they'd come in. They'd, we'd, we'd go to my house at lunch because uh, there was like a, an achievement for like five starring a song like on X-Men mm-hmm. vocals and I would boot up their profile and I would do Dirty Little Secret. The other thing <laughs> is that um, when Backspacer, the Pearl Jam record came out, they had like this deal with Target where it was like a Target exclusive, but there's also like day one, they you could get as DLC for Rock Band, um, mm. backspace for every song, mm. and I torrented the album, even though I was, had every intention of buying it uh, mm. two weeks early, so yeah. that I could learn every song, so that when the album came out, I could sing every song in Rock Band. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I loved that game. I like, and I'm not a good singer. I would say if I Here's the thing. I would say I have enough natural talent to where if I took classes, I could probably be decent. You know, I could probably, like, I think if I sing a song, you're probably like, oh, okay, yeah, I know that song. And then you're like, yeah, still, why don't you stop? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not like my wife, where I'm like, I don't, what are you doing? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but my think, problem is, like, I can't sing, but I love to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I sing all the time. My kids, I today I was cleaning the bathrooms. I had my my earbuds in, and I'm singing. Like, I love Jimmy Eat World. From my money, Futures is mm. the best fucking record. And I sing every song like it's the last performance I'll ever do. Like, it's my farewell <laughs> concert. And they all look at me like I'm fucking crazy. And I'm like, nope, whatever. Don't care. Yeah. Don't, don't care. care. Exactly. <laughs> Messy hair. Don't care. Yep. <laughs> But I think I have enough, like, natural talent, and I put talent in quotes, that if I had, like, actual instruction, I could probably be okay. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking love, like, like, I oh, my God. Like, and that was a really good record, too. Uh, but I was so focused on just learning all the songs that I would just sit downstairs and just sing. And I would, every night, I would go downstairs, and I would do the whole record back to front. Just that was it for, like, weeks. It didn't matter. Like, I was not getting achievements. I was not on tour. Just downstairs, rock band, backspacer back to front just fucking getting it every goddamn night. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so out Overlander Riders sounds great. I'll have to check that out. Yep. What's it called? Override Overlanders. Over. Overlanders. Thank you. Overlanders okay. 99 cents. 99 cents. <laughs> it's
1: the best right. dollar and dollar and a couple of pennies you'll ever spend.
0: Yeah. So, uh, j- <laughs> but just to kind of like um expand a little on my e-shop strategy, so Mitch is one hundred percent correct. You know the the eShop is a fucking swamp of shit. Um, yeah, and then it's not like you know on the PlayStation network or Steam or the Xbox Store, where you know every week there's sales, but it might be like a hundred things on sale. No. Every week on the eShop is literally five or six hundred things on sale because there might be yeah. a game that is normally a dollar fifty that they sell for a dollar. Right. Yep. So here's what I do. If you go to the Nintendo website, not on the eShop on the Switch, but the website, you go to Nintendo Sales and Deals. Every week, they'll have the sales and deals, and they'll say, like, okay, here's the 2K sale. Here's all the 2K games that are on sale. You know, here's the uh, what? Koei sale. Here's all the Koei games on mm-hmm. sale. This, that, or the other. And then they'll say, see all deals. So you go to the see all deals, and then you sort high to low because when they say high to low, you would think, oh, high to low means the price it's on sale for. No, this is important. It's the original price. So a $15 mm. game that's on sale for $0.99, cents, you're going to see that before you see a game that's just on sale for $0.99. Cents. So, it allows you to see things Mm. that are not like the budget shovelware that's on sale for a dollar. It lets you see things like this $15, that's on sale for a dollar. Mark of the Ninja, $20, on sale for $5, things like that. Mm. So, Mm. every Friday, go ahead and do that. Yep. Just remember, remember your boy, when you get them coins for Mm. digital, you need to send them somebody's way. Just, (laughs) okay. So, um well, I'll have to check that out because I love a good arcade racer. I've, like, really been tempted to buy Burnout Paradise on the Switch, but that Switch tax, man. Jesus. Yeah, I, know. Like, I fully she expect does. Like, when Tony Hawk 1 and 2 comes out on the Switch, I will buy it, and then I'll need to get another Switch uh, in reserve because I will straight up throw that fucking thing across the room mm-hmm. on more mm-hmm. than one occasion. But I... And expecting, because it's $40 on the PS4 and the Xbox One, I'm expecting it to be $60 on Switch and I will just, like, go, yep. Oh, shit, and right? I will, I'll give well, them my money and I'll think of Negan going, you know, you know, like, that was my dick I shoved down your throat. <laughs> 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 it slid down, whatever. And I'll be like, yep, please, sir, may also, I have another.
1: another thing, since we're talking about, like, saving people money and stuff, uh, uh, I know everyone has like this aversion to Walmart, but Walmart still in their for whatever reason, their campaign to be where everybody buys their games, sell things cheaper more often than not. And Tony Hawk, theirs $33 and not $39. Which blows
0: my mind because I guarantee the original (laughs) Tony Hawk pro skater is probably still $60.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy. But like, yeah, it's, physical releases of new games at walmart tend to be ten dollars or you know around that cheaper than you're going to get them anywhere else yeah which is fucking weird but here we are exactly. like avengers is 49 dollars instead of 59 dollars walmart i was at walmart today so i saw that
0: hmm. interesting yeah i saw it for that price at costco and we'll get mm. into avengers uh but before we do um I did finish Ghost of Tsushima. Uh I finished it I guess about as much as I'm willing to do, which means I did I, I, I platinumed it. I did not get um I didn't get all of the artifacts, I did not get all of the banners, and I did not buy all of the dyes because I didn't have enough flowers. Um right now and, and obviously, we still have the, the full-on slot of the fall gaming season ahead of us, including a mm. Destiny expansion. Mm. Um, right now, it is my favorite game of the year. Nice. Um, and not just because the combat was varied and and just you know you could do all sorts of crazy ass shit you know once you started to think a little bit outside the box, but just because I love Jin's story um, mm. and. But at the same time, I totally understand like the reviews that mentioned them kind of touching on, you know, the role of the samurai in feudal Japan at like a surface Hollywood blockbuster level. There's, you know, there's some aspects of the story that I think I read into more because I wanted it to be more like this story part of and this is not really a spoiler you know, part of the reason that the samurai are defeated in the game by the Mongols so quickly is because they're so rigid and the Mongols studied their code and figured out, hey, we don't, it's not that the Mongols don't have a code, it's just that they're willing to not play by rules that somebody else set. Mm. And that's what allows them to essentially massacre the, 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 the samurai on the the. the the, the, uh, on the you know the first battle in, in Tsushima and Jin recognizes that you know the only way to fight the Mongols is we have to adapt our tactics we can't keep falling back on the same thing and that's where he um, he ends up getting in conflict with his uncle and that kind of leads him on his journey to eventually become the ghost but the the thing that I wish they had done more with is that. And I feel like they kind of hinted at it, but they didn't, like, express it outwardly, and I don't know if it's because they just didn't or because Mm. it's a game to be sold in multiple uh, marketplaces and they didn't want to run the risk of potentially offending a Japanese audience. But I think part of the thing that Jin um, kind of chafes against is not just the fact that his uncle is unwilling to change tactics, but because the, the very system that um, allow or, or kind of requires the samurai to have such rigidity. It, it's not just their tactics. It's the entire system in itself. The way that his uncle kind of like who Jin gets together to help him are the outcasts. It's the thieves and the bandits and the, you know, and, and these are the people that his uncle just kind of like looks down on because in the past they've had to resort to more unsavory methods to get what they need. And mm-hmm. and I look now, I, I go, well, if someone is stealing to make a living, like what is it about the system they live in that their basic needs are not being met, that they feel like this is their only Option. Now, I mean, obviously, you're going to have people who just steal because they just don't want to work within the system, right? But that, you know, but also mm-hmm. this notion of, you know, if someone was a thief and they paid their debt, that's the whole point. They paid their debt. We should see them as an equal now. And that happens in the States too, and we don't. And that seemed like that was the case here. So, you know, many times Jin would call upon allies who were like a little unsavory and say, hey, my uncle's going to help you out. And then his uncle would just want more and more and more because he looked at them as lesser. So I think that where I felt like the crux of the story with Jin and and the journey he goes on and the things that he gives up while really well done and some beautifully, just beautiful artistic moments and some heartbreaking moments where I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I would say, like, I don't want to do this. I wish there mm. was a better way. Like, But, you know, you're playing a game. The game forces you to do it. Um, sure. You know, I feel like is it was i wish they had been way more explicit in jin pushing back against like because part of it too is like it's like the reason that jin in i feel like the that the people of tsushima rally behind him is not because he rescued his uncle and not because he was willing to try to fight the mongols in in a different way was because you know there's plenty of times when you're going on patrol, and even there comes a point in the in, in the game where the shogun sends additional samurai to Tsushima to help fight the Mongols. You never see, if you're out on patrol, you never see Mongols fighting samurai. Occasionally, Mongols will be getting fucked up by a bear, but you never see Mongols fighting samurai. Jin is the only person who fights them. When 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 different you know kind of peasants have have issues, Jin is the one who fixes them. And I don't know if they were trying to set up this thing where they were like, you know, Jin is fighting against. He the reason the people love him is because he literally is the only one who is fighting for them, or or what. But I wish they had gotten more into that because so much of the story of uh, Jin seems to be rebelling against just the notion that they the samurai can't stay in using the same tactics as as they they have been that they have to shift things and and where he conflicts with his uncle is this, is his uncle saying well we we can't be like the enemy like, like they're they're you know they're essentially like barbarians, and so we have to fight with honor, and and you know, and 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 Jin going well, where the fuck did that get us, right? So, right, you know, I wish that it the story got less into a, this kind of kind of cultural like honor versus you know weighing the merits of different tactics, and more into like this is a system that's broken that that we're not we're not serving the people. That are under us, that we expect to that you know we, we expect fealty from them, but we fundamentally are failing them. This system is failing them, and that's what we need to fight against and I kind of I wish it had kind of that type of of vibe to it you know because i'm also just kind of all about like tearing shit down right now. um <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah. but i also yeah. recognize that like as a western game development studio, they can't basically come in and be like, "Hey, by the way, feudal japan fucking sucked. You should have done more," right? Like,
1: you know, it's kind <laughs> of a
0: delicate line. But, yeah. you know, that that you know, i still i don't know, i just kind of wish that there had been kind of more um in in that regard. Um but um it was still great and i loved it like i loved it it's fucking gorgeous and it's just it it's such you know it's fun you know to play it's 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 interesting to have a a protagonist that is just not like your kind of typical you know like i don't know just an older guy he's seen some shit you know like he's I don't know, it just, I, I just really enjoyed it. I think it was a great game. I think that, you know, I I kind of bounced, I, I played, you know, um, Second Son, but, you know, it did not give me the same kind of, like, sucker punch goodness that I'm so used to having. And so this was, like, a, a return to form by, like, a fantastic studio. I can't wait to see what they do with the, the, the four-player co-op mode um yeah. and if they do single player dlc like i'll get that shit day one like it's just a fucking great game um and and like i said it's right now uh, you know you it would be hard pressed to um find something this year that i like more um, yeah
1: it's 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 uh, just from the little bit that i watched you play cuz like when you when you stream something i'm already interested in uh a lot of times i'll I'll bounce in and out when you're streaming, but I, you know, I don't want to like, like I did the same thing with Horizons or Dawn stuff like that. But as soon as I finish uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I'm I'm gonna pick this up, yeah, because uh, it's such my like in my wheelhouse, like that. Mm-hmm. That's so my kind of game. And it, it, which is weird because I hate Assassin's Creed and I, but if Assassin's Creed was always like feudal Japan or like and like samurais and like ninjas and shit like Tenchu, like is Assassin's Creed my favorite thing on earth.
0: Yeah. I, I think that there's definitely some Assassin's Creed esque kind of stuff to it, you know, like old school Assassin's Creed, but, mm-hmm. um, there's definitely some, some of that that I, I feel is in is, you know, it's definitely, there is an influence there, you know, no, no doubt about it. Um, and I, I hear like when folks are saying like uh, Valhalla is not an Assassin's Creed game, I, I disagree with that fundamentally because uh, games should be allowed to grow and evolve. Um, uh-huh. You know, Valhalla is not Assassin's Creed 2. And that's great because Assassin's Creed 2 is Assassin's Creed 2. And, 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 you know, these franchises, we need to, we can't, it's not fair to sit to, for us to sit back and criticize games for being the same thing that they've always been. But then right. criticize them for being something different, and that, yep. that, that's not to say that you have to love what they become, not at all. But it's not fair to—they can't win, right? They either stick exactly. to the formula. I mean, Assassin's Creed 2 came out on the fucking 360, right? Right? Exactly. Like it's not—it's yeah. not, it's not fair to say, you know, that that um, you know, Assassin's Creed can't grow and change. It's totally fair to you to say it has grown and changed uh, in a path that I'm not a fan of, and and I would have preferred yeah. them to grow um, in a different direction. That's totally fine, um, but it's it's not fine to just kind of say, well, it it's not Assassin's Creed, you know, that I remember, so I don't like it because you know they right. they can't win, right? Right. Exactly. Um, but no, it's it's great, and I mean. There, I mean, there's like, you know, there are so many moments in this game that you could fucking put it on your wall, especially especially the end. And I, I know, and I won't, I won't oh, spoil nice. it, um, but the end, like, there's a shot where I wish I could have taken uh, a, a screen share of it and 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 printed it out because it See, was just gorgeous, just gorgeous.
1: You know, and in back to AC, and I know we're not talking about AC, but
0: I'll talk about uh, you AC know, all day. Like, if you well, have I know. an well, Assassin's just... creed theme podcast, here's two things. If you have an Assassin's Creed or a Fast and Furious podcast, I will be on it every day, every week, <laughs> like, and I will go on at length.
1: So, <laughs> I, like, the first one was the new hotness, and everybody's talking about it, right? And I got it, and I was like...
0: Uh, I don't the, know if I like that. Right? The, like I the, just it, the first one was good if you simply stuck to the story. If you did all the extra stuff, it was a fucking right. grind, and it also had like issues that prevented you from getting all the achievements. Because if the Templar yeah. uh, fucking glitched out, you were just fucked.
1: Well, like I, it just I I just it was just something about it, and I was like that well, was I I understand why people are excited for this. I didn't love it. And then two came out and I was like, well, this is way better. Yeah. But still I'm like, it's just not really my thing. And then I skipped the, the other, the, the, the ones before three and I was like, okay, revolution. Oh,
0: oh, oh, okay. So like revelations and brotherhood.
1: Yeah. I didn't play those. And then, and then three comes out and I'm looking at these like, in the trailer, they show all these like massive like uh, Revolutionary War like battle set pieces and stuff, and it, the guys it didn't happen. Right, Connor's fucking like running through like these battles and cannons are exploding.
0: Yeah, yeah Connor's you know fucking stabs King George and I was in the face. Like, oh shit, this is gonna be the
1: one that turns my opinion around, right? And I hated it.
0: <laughs> I I don't like three either. I so, I think that three I I think Connor was you just i mean i bounced off of him as a character extremely quickly because i just i don't he was not likable and right. then um the final chase sequence oh my god oh, i, I never it got fire. It. i didn't feel so bad but but i said that to say
1: still to this day if because i have enjoyed watching you play Stream like Origins and Odyssey, and I'll watch you stream Bahala. Uh, and I enjoyed watching Angela play Odyssey, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, if they made one in an era that I was even remotely interested in, I'd be all about it, especially this, like the new Assassin's Creed, which I know people are like kind of whatever about, yeah, but like. I loved watching you play origins and I loved watching you play odyssey. So if they made like a feudal Japan or like a a
0: ninja one, Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. I'd be so fucking in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've said, I've said, I don't know if I would play like a remastered version on switch of odyssey or origins because they're so long, but I also know that I'm lying to myself. Mm -hmm. In the same way, if I say on Thursday night, I'm not going to have a drink at 7, I'm totally having a drink at 7. I don't care what is going on in my life. That shit is happening. (laughs) 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 Yeah. 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 But Ghost of Tsushima, like, it's a great, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, So... It'll be um, my next
1: session. I hope. Yeah. Like, as soon as I'm done with Jedi, I feel like I need to finish Jedi Fallen Order because sure. I feel like if I don't finish it, I won't finish it.
0: Yeah, I've been there many times. Sure. Um, I did start Avengers. Um, if here's here's what I can tell you about Avengers: if the only thing that you played from Avengers is the beta, then you don't know Avengers. And I'm not saying that to okay. be um, dismissive. I'm saying it as someone who played the beta and was thoroughly mm. confused by the order in which they decided to show story missions and mm. then playing the 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 main game and going, Oh, now mm. it makes sense uh mm. and also the marketing like, oh my god, why let's see, let's think for a second. why would they not market a game with a young Pakistani? Muslim mm-hmm. female protagonist. Why would they not uh, promote that? You know, Ka- uh, Kamala Kamala. I, I was getting between uh, Senator Harris, which is Kamala, and can't mm. and or, or no, and Kamal. No, Senator Harris is Kamala Khan. Kamala, Kamala Harris, King. and this is Kamala Khan. You know. It's I so, don't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, it's because 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 Senator Harris, she her mom is is Indian, so the emphasis is mm. different. She's Kamala Harris. Kamala Mm. Khan is Kamala. So it's it's the difference between the first syllable and the second one. Uh, But, yeah, Mm. like, oh, my God, why would they not promote uh, an Avengers game where uh, the protagonist is a young female Muslim Pakistani? Gee, I have no idea. I can't imagine why uh, gamers are such enlightened individuals. I'm sure they would Mm. be absolutely okay with that. So this story is... um, is Kamala's story and it is fucking great. The voice acting is fantastic. Fan fucking fantastic. You can mm. totally get past the fact that these are Avengers cosplayers hired for your second graders' birthday party because the voice acting is so goddamn good. And Kamala, whoever does her voice acting, is so goddamn good. And if they had said at the beginning, this is Kamala Khan's story, I'd mm. be like, yes, not like. This is Destiny with an Avengers or Anthem, even worse. It's Anthem. Avengers skit. I don't give a shit about that. Right, but But that's what it is. But you have a story. Like, okay, like real talk, if you made a Squirrel Girl game, I'd fucking play it because Squirrel Girl is amazing, right? It's the infectiousness, it's the humor, it's just the fact, it's loving who you are and the powers that you have. Like, Instead, you give us okay. fucking Tony Stank. I don't give a shit about Tony <laughs> Stank. <laughs> I don't give a shit about I, Dollar Tree Thor. I don't care about them. Like, I don't care. Don't you can't get Chris Evans's face? It's not Captain America, and it's not Captain America's ass. So I don't care. See, but if you I, focus I, I, on I, her and you tell me that's what it is, I'm fucking all in. I'm yeah. All that's in.
1: fine for 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 me as uh, the not. You know the person who isn't in love with the MCU. I would be very excited for an Avengers game that was not MCU based, where right. I got to be Captain America, and they don't have to be Dollar Tree, but there's cosplayers.
0: There, that's what pisses they, me off. No, like, but that's here's the, the thing. thing: they're right? not great. It doesn't. It's not a because they're not Chris Evans. It's because it just looks like just random guy. Like if Randy didn't
1: have to, right? And I think that's that's my issue with it. <laughs> right. It's because we're so used to it being these people in these movies that I don't love. So if they look slightly different, I'm okay with that. But just like give me a good Avengers game. That's all I would have wanted for. Like from
0: this like thing. Bruce I think I think Hulk is fine and Bruce is fine. But like Tony Stark is literally Man with goatee. Like he could they could replace him. Well, in I the mean, credits. that's what he is. Right. right? But, that's what but he's but there's a difference between it okay, so there's a difference between a character model that looks like Robert Downey Jr. and a character model that has personality, and it's not so much the second one. Right? It it's it's they go, well but, but but how go, much of
1: that is because it's not Robert Downey? You know what I mean?
0: Like I don't yeah. know. Like does Robert Downey does, does Iron Man have to have a goatee? Probably I not. I mean he always, he always did though. Well, so if
1: it's a representation from the comics, that's Okay. Fine okay, what if about he does Thor?
0: The- like what about Thor, right? Like Thor they could do like the Okay, Walter- well you know, Simonson, Simonson. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Simonson. He the doesn't have a beard. He could have the long hair and the fucking helmet yeah. with the wings. Jack Kirby Thor. I mean, fucking D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio
1: looked great as Thor. They don't do that. In they Adventures do. of Babysitting, it wasn't even Thor. It they, was just they, a guy
0: with like blonde hair. They don't do long blonde hair wing helmet. They do They do Chris Helmsworth. Do See Tree, that's Chris Helmsworth. Again, okay. Again. They, they could have done. They don't have to do. Natasha Romanoff doesn't have to be Black Widow. They could have done uh, her sister, the the blonde. I forget her name. Um, they could have switched things up, right? They there's nothing says that that this Avengers. They could have fucking done the Great Lakes Avengers, right? Like if it's if it's if it's uh, well, first of all. <laughs> Nobody's making a game out of the Great Lakes. I would love, I would pay upwards. They should uh, like, like when they're talking about. I, I don't want to pay seventy dollars for a PS5 game. I would pay seventy dollars for a Great Lakes <laughs> Avengers games. Full stop. There's,
1: there's. Speak. Going back to your squirrel girl comment. There's literally a story in like an annual or a Great Lakes Avengers annual or or West Coast Avengers annual or something, in which, like all the Avengers have left the headquarters mm-hmm. and Squirrel Girl realizes they're out of toilet paper. Yeah. And she ends up beating Galactus. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love that story. Like, yes. That is fucking amazing. Yes. If you make me a video game off of that, hundred percent, please. That's, that's
0: fucking great. They but actually, here's the you know, the thing like, is that they actually, the beginning of, 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 um, of this game takes place in San Francisco. And I was like, Oh, it's the West coast Avengers.
1: Yeah. No shit. Right. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, okay, I j- me, as the comic book person that I am, if if you just were telling me that I'm getting an
0: Avengers game and it's not based on the MCU, that would make me so happy. And I agree so with you. Happy. I agree with you 100%. And I think they, you know, and I'm not shitting on the game. I know it sounds like I'm shitting on the game, but I'm not. I sure. haven't played <laughs> this, it. This My is thing
1: a- is like, but just calling them like they don't like the MCU, so it sucks, no, I, 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 I don't get that.
0: Okay, because it's... <sighs> It's because <laughs> no, it's because I okay, so there's 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 two things. There my version of what comic book Captain America looks like mm-hmm. is not Chris Evans. Versus Avons. like practical like movie version. I is yes. not is not Chris Evans. Yeah, um, but um, it's also not this guy.
1: Well, yeah, but it also doesn't work if
0: you're trying to make it look practical or realistic. No, that's I, I not true. That. I don't I don't think that's true at all. I think you're, you're kind of square-jawed, you know, blonde, you know, kind of blue-eyed like all American mm. um, you know, quarterback looking guy, just totally buff. I think that absolutely yeah. works practically. It that's not no, I mean like
1: the costume.
0: No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I played the 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 the, the Captain America movie tie-in game that they had mm. before first avenger I thought was fucking great and I thought it looked mm. fine fine it it's and that's the thing like I'm you know I I'm probably not doing a very good job communicating it's not that they're not the MCU it's that they look like they're trying to be the MCU rather than trying to be the comics
1: yeah okay yeah yeah I I you know based on what I've seen I I can see that
0: so I I would absolutely all day like love, you know, if, if they were doing, you know, more of a, you know, comic focused models and things like Taskmaster. Taskmaster looks like if I went to Walmart to put together a Taskmaster costume, <laughs> I would much rather have, you know, like I know you're not you're not thrilled with what Taskmaster looks like in, in Black Widow. I get no. it. And and it's a video game. You can go full-on nutso, full mm-hmm. crazy pants. You can make Taskmaster look like Taskmaster did in the Spider-Man game with the fucking skull mask and the shield yes. and the orange cape. You can do that. It's okay. And they don't. So it seems like they're trying mm. to be MCU-ish. And they don't need to be because this is not the same thing. Something that doesn't translate well on film as far as a costume goes will translate perfectly fine uh, in a video, video game. So yeah. go crazy. Go on with your bad self. Like, it, But instead, they just give him a generic metal mask and then like a hoodie and call it and a Walmart red plastic. Uh, they can't call it a lightsaber because they'll get sued. So they call it like a light sword. Right. Like that's what they go with. Um, Oof. and they don't, ha- they don't, they don't have to. And, and that. Right. that's where, you know, I feel like they were like, well, we can't do the MCU. So let's kind of get as close as we can. And it's like, well, if you can't do the MCU, then just fucking do. do <laughs> 60, whatever, however many decades of Avengers comics. Yeah. But that's where, I mean, you know, Kamala looks great because she's not been in film. So they can yeah. just be like, here's what she looks like. And you're like, yes.
1: Yeah, she, she looks spot on. Yeah. Which, and she's which is why it's so, so puzzling that the rest of them are like, why? Why do you make, like, I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep. But you know what? I think they did. Uh, I mean, I, I understand, I guess. Uh, I think they did themselves and the comic book community and um Ms. Marvel fans a great disservice by not putting her front and center. Because yeah. they could have also just been like, this is who our hero is. If yeah, you don't like it, don't I, fucking play it. But there's there's how well, many the years thing, how many years of books as her being Ms. Marvel?
1: But like not that many, right? Like she's relatively new.
0: Yeah, but still, it's not like they pulled it's not like they made her up. No, right. oh, no, no, right. But I, but also, like
1: uh, I think that, uh, as shitty as it is, uh, to your point, uh, the fact that they were trying to make an MCU game, she's not in the MCU. So they were like, well, we can't really say, right. oh, it's the Avengers, and, and here's our main character. But and they're to be like, who the fuck is this?
0: Right, but she's so good, and she's so infectious, and she is she is the players link to mm. how it would feel to live in a world where the Avengers were well, real
1: I absolutely mean, and you uh, you and I know that but yeah. I think
0: yeah no I know best,
1: best, best I know. case scenario uh, yeah I mean they, they were yeah was they're great
0: they're, then they're, <laughs> they're trying she to would absolutely a be
1: in the next movie right
0: yeah they're trying to thread a needle yes yeah Now, so... That being said, all the loot and shit, like, there's... There are... (laughs) There are nine resources... Which, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've played Destiny, you're like, oh, my God, I wish there were only nine. That's nothing. (laughs) But if you don't play Destiny and you're like not, like I was saying on the stream this morning, like they should have one. It should be called Stuff. And that's it. It's just Stuff. (laughs) I hit this box. I get Stuff. I punch you to death. Stuff, Pop. Not the Stuff because it's not a murderous marshmallow. It's Chocolate Chip Charlie. (laughs) it's stuff what do i upgrade with stuff with stuff how do i get new gear stuff it's it. it's just stuff. because otherwise yeah. you're just giving it different <laughs> names and you're trying to correspond it with colors and i don't care most people don't care i mean this right. is this is this is you know the worst part of games as a service tacked on to a superhero beat em up Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be like if you were playing Final Fight, you know, or fucking Double Dragon, and you're like, do you want to give M. Hagar better pants? And you're like, what? No. Why do I care? Oh, You know? When he eats a chicken, he gets .05% more health. What? You you want Hagar to wear a shirt? No, I don't. No, I do not. Yeah. Right. I like his pants and his
1: (laughs) one suspender.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's that's basically it. But you know whatever. They've got to they got to do what they got to do.
1: Well, it's video games in 2020. Yeah, so.
0: right. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Uh on the movies side, which one you want to do first? Um I feel like
1: we could probably get through 1BR quicker than the other two for me.
0: Yeah. Um so 1BR which stands for one bedroom is a Netflix um exclusive I guess uh, I think
1: I don't know if it's a Netflix movie, but they they, def- they definitely went to Netflix really yeah. quickly.
0: um written and directed by David Marmore. I am not familiar with his work um, mm. young woman named Sarah uh trying to find a place in uh, Los Angeles. I'm assuming it's Los Angeles. I don't actually know if that's... Yeah,
1: she was, she was going to be an actress. So yeah, I mean, so
0: so she finds a one-bedroom... LA, whatever. Yeah, she finds a one-bedroom apartment that, you know, seems great. People are a little weird, but also at the same time, they're like, oh, we love... it's community. We love mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she moves in and turns out they're like a fucking weird-ass cult. And my understanding Plus. is, like, the game was written, you know, like, there's, like, people who have, like, been in cults like that, NXM or whatever the fuck it is I forget what it's called like they kind of drew on some of the experience of individuals who've been in these cults um, mm-hmm. to uh, kind of write about this but she ends up getting like indoctrinated but then like you know somebody she knew from work they try to bring her in and she fights back and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, it, I, I thought it was just like okay like just aggressively okay until the end which I thought was actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, agree. This is, this is one, this is so, so it's pretty fast. It's what 83. Oh, well, it's, it, minutes? Well, it's, it literally says hour and 30 on, on IMDb. So it's like a, it's 89 minutes or so generous. or something like that. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it's that long. <laughs> right. Right. It, uh, you know, it does what it does and, and and it's over. Uh, And it's not like you said, it's aggressively, it's not bad. But it's one of those things that I I will do this uh, several times throughout the year. While I'll I will actively seek out these articles about what people are are, are talking about, and specifically this year, it, it feels like something Which has I, been, I kind
0: of a rough year for horror. It has, movie, right? but it's been a rough movie. year for everything, right? So, but I'm
1: just I'm just assuming. Because I'm looking at my, like, letterbox, and I'm like, I haven't seen shit. Like, I'm like, yeah. what did I miss? Like, what's come out? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I work. And, you know, <laughs> I've had a lot going on this year. We all have. You know. <laughs> I have a job. Like, you I not sitting I, around watching Canadian sp- horror movies. <laughs> right. Well, specifically, like, you and I both moved. And, like, we've had these, like, yeah. life-altering things going on, right? And, and, and we're
0: getting towards my the dad end here. Was dying. I, now he's not. Right. Or maybe he is. I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. So... In the, the literal horror movie of 2020 that we're all living in, there's probably been a movie or two that slipped through the cracks. So, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. So, so I, I found this list, and, and this was on there, and it was, like, uh, you know, one of the best ones of the year. And, like, I can't necessarily co-sign on that, but I also really can't argue against that. Because, like, when oh, I look at what I've watched, I, I mean, but I'm just saying, when I, I look at the list...
0: I. I think that we've watched way better things that have come out this year. I mean, Invisible I agree, Man, but I also like, was- I'd rather watch Invisible Man, like, a dozen times than watch oh, for sure. One Bedroom this- again.
1: Oh, hell yeah. I'm saying, there there were standouts, but I'm just saying, in the the overall, when I look at my list,
0: I'm every like, man. Okay, so... Yes. I mean, any movie that's picked as, like, the best of 2020 is going to have a giant asterisk next to its name. (laughs) It's going to be, like, the fucking uh, Sammy Sosa and and, uh, Mark McGuire, you know, in the the record books.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, But, no, I I thought that, uh, you know, uh, I'm not super into this kind of cult type of stuff. And if I do, I want to watch something like The Sacrament or – yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I find that much more disturbing than stuff like this. Or even Cause a, this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just really didn't make a ton of sense. No. Uh, for why these people would buy into this. Exactly. Everything.
0: Like we, uh, we uh, see from her perspective, like why she did because of sure. the abuse and whatnot, but we don't get a feeling right. for like what the. Yeah. But even the abuse, I was just like, really?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it was, uh,
0: eh. Yeah. No, I, know. I was okay.
1: Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, when the first time they told her to turn around and put her hands on the wall, yeah, like my my stomach, like, like my heart sank into my stomach. I was like, oh god, because I didn't I didn't watch the trailer or anything, and I was like, yeah. oh, uh, they're gonna be raping her, exactly. And, and they're like, no, you're just gonna stand like,
0: here. When the lights come on, and turn they're like, like no, you can sit down. Just stand there, and uh,
1: you know, we're gonna flash a light at you. Yeah. And eventually, you're going to get tired of it. And I was like...
0: Uh, and then and then when I it happens, you can sit guess. down. Like, what? Like, okay. right. It's a stress position. I'm like, bitch, it's 2020. Everything's a stress right. position.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I was like, okay. Um, yeah.
0: The, the, well, the only thing I liked, and I'm willing to spoil this because it's not that great, is at the very end, she escapes. Mm. And then there's, like, these red sirens that go off. <coughs> and she realizes she that... Escaped
1: the compound that she was in.
0: Yeah, the 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 apartment building that she had been in uh all of the apartment buildings on her street are part of the same quote-unquote management company uh mm-hmm. which means they're also part of the cult. And yep. if you've ever like had to get an apartment in in a larger city and you realize how many complexes are all from the same you know, like management company, mm. I thought, well, that was actually really well done, but yeah. it's, it, you have to get through, you know, however many, um, you know, fucking minutes to get to that point. Uh, that, yeah. that part I thought, I, I thought was well done. Um, it, I just, you know, it just took a while to get there. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but it's not, it's not particularly gory. I mean, I think if you're, like... No,
1: there's one scene. Like, literally one scene that was And even then, I feel like they even used kind of the the digital blood for that. Yeah, I just was surprised that they showed it in the capacity that they did because I fully expected, like, the camera to cut away.
0: Yeah, so basically she gets her hands nailed to the wall. Yeah, she she finally breaks and she can't
1: put her hands on the wall when she's supposed to. They're like, put your hand on the wall. And the guy comes in with a hammer and nails and, like, nails her to the wall or whatever. But... I mean, it was no, fairly graphic for what it was, but yeah. But you know. I
0: also, I mean, I do give them credit. Like t- to your point, you know, I mean, there have been you know movies in the past where she, she would have been raped, and and I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, this whole idea of like this young woman being put in peril, and you know, that, that's that's something that we probably could get. Past, but at least you know. I mean, sexual assault not being a part of it. I sure, think. I just it's just what I expected based Absolutely. on what I me read. Too. Is this being yeah. this like? Yeah, me too. You know, because it happens all the I time. Think, sadly, at this point, yeah, we expect the worst, right? Well, and then we're when it just didn't like, happen. Oh, the I only way like, we can build empathy for this young woman is that she's right. fucking sodomized. No, right. I think we can right. probably just right. be human. I think that's right. probably a thing. I know that's
1: <laughs> such a weird like. Essay on what we do for this podcast. Yeah, right. Not just this podcast, but just like where horror in general is in 2020.
0: (laughs) I've explained movies to my wife, and she's like, Why are you watching that? And I'm like, Yeah, we have a show. It's fun. Yeah. Like yeah, like easiest way to lose people on your friends list or whatever is to tell them, Yeah, "Yeah, I watched the Nightingale and then explain it at length and then be like, Why did you watch this? and be like, What was it really good? (laughs)
1: Like, look, hey, what were your favorite couple of movies last year? Oh, there was Hagazusa (laughs) and Nightingale was really fun. No, it wasn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I think horror I think horror movies I think I think for horror movies it's there's that distinction between a movie that is really well done and a movie that I enjoyed yeah right no and, and yeah, sometimes yeah. movies that we don't enjoy we still want to watch again because they were very mm. well done right. i think most people if they watch a movie they didn't enjoy they're just like no right but we're just like yeah I'll watch that again well i'm so <laughs>
1: like at, at this point i'm so desensitized to things yeah I, I enjoy watching someone get decapitated. Well, from a technical perspective, think, right? Like there is there is right? a,
0: there is that movie. Like my kids were like, "What's the grossest thing you've ever seen in a movie?" And I was like, "That was a rough conversation." Um, Man, yeah, that's a
1: loaded question too. I, know I, what I, I had say. to tell
0: them. I was like, "Well, like all time or just recently?" Because like the fact that I had to qualify that, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "So that movie yeah. we watched? I think it was last year." um hmm. the it was a shutter exclusive it was Australian about the um the people who were like released on the island and they had like a kind of a bond with like a serial killer type of character and they had to essentially like, oh yeah, and, and an the axe girl to the face yeah, the girl who got her face peeled off with an axe. I was like that right. was incredibly disturbing to watch, but at the same time it was amazing because from a technical level he's peeling her face off, and she has like full Facial control screaming, and it's not, oh. it's obviously not like an animatronic, it's not CGI. And right. you can look at that. We look at that and we go, Holy shit, that's fucking amazing! How did they do that? Right. Any other person would be shut it off. <laughs> yeah, do they just right. be like, I'm not only gonna shut this off, I need to figure out who made this because they probably should get arrested. <laughs>
1: Well, not only that, but I wanted to see what they do next.
0: <laughs> me too. I'm like, that level of technical prowess? Are you fucking kidding right. me? I need to see what happens next. Right. Same thing with, like, Bone Tomahawk. Somebody watches Bone Tomahawk yes. and they're like, oh, oh, you should watch Brawl on Cell Block 99. Most people would be like, I'm never watching a fucking thing again. I need to go wash my eyes out with Bleach. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, what's his next yeah. thing? Yeah, can't wait.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, pre-ordering it. I'm in. <laughs> But then I watch something like the Nightingale, and I want to vomit within like the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. I I did. I did.
0: I did. (laughs) I did finally get the Babadook. I was just like, I can't. I got. I, as much as it fucked me up, I have to. I. I respect it. I love that. So I need to have it. Yeah. So. Okay. So one br is available on Netflix. Mm Hmm. Do your thing. Uh, the next one is a Shutter exclusive. If you don't have a Shutter subscription, get yourself a Shutter subscription. Um, mm-hmm. If you can't find a 30 day code, you can probably listen to our friends Susan uh, and Brian uh, Crescente on the Long Legged BC's podcast, and they'll probably hook you up with the 30 day code because they are way more connected than we are.
1: Or holler at your boy because, like, I am buying physical Blu-rays of every Shutter exclusive that we watch, and they all come with a card in there with a code on it. So we I just, we I should,
0: can, I should probably find out from them. Like, hey, if we wanted to give like thirty-day codes, how could we do that? I should probably get on that. Um, okay, so the next one is is again it's a Shutter exclusive. It's called the Shed. I fucking as a as a as a as an OG Fright Night fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is so fucking good. <laughs> I loved this movie, and I will absolutely admit that it could just be because I loved, loved Fright Night from back yeah. in the day. Uh, yep. Not the remake, because fuck that shit.
1: I didn't hate the remake, to be honest, because uh, fucking I love Colin Farrell, so... Oh you're right. Okay, well now I need to rewatch that. <laughs> God damn it. It's a God different d- movie, but it's it's a good movie. It just doesn't need to be called Fright Night. It's
0: one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But the the kids laugh at the end of Fright Night uh yeah, to this yeah. day. Fucks me I know. up. So, so the shad is the story. Um, okay, so first of all, um, let's get the particulars down. Frank Sabatella is the director, mm-hmm. written by Jason Rice and Frank Sabatella. Um, so, um, this uh, this guy Stan, uh, let's see, played by I, I think I don't know most of these people. JJ Warren. Um, he's a he's a young man. Is is you get the impression from a. a kind of a flashback or dream sequence at the beginning that his parents passed away. Mom died of cancer. Father killed, kill himself. He's living with his grandfather. Who's like a very old school disciplinarian. Uh, grandpa also has a vampire in his shed that he does not know about. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, Stan is like bullied by kids at school. His best friend Cody, um, is also bullied even more. And, um, they realize we have a, a, a vampire in the shed and Cody has different ideas as to how they can use that vampire to right. get back at the kids who bully him where Stan is just like I'm pretty sure we just need to get rid of the vampire. Um, right. And it's... I, I thought it was, like I said, it was kind of Fright nightish. ish it, it was very well done. The, the mm-hmm. vampire stuff was used sparingly so when it did happen... You were like, "Holy shit." Like I mean, it Yeah. Um,
1: vampire looked great, like monster vampire. vampire.
0: Yeah. He wasn't like a
1: sexy vampire like no, straight up creature. Like a, it's a creature is, movie.
0: Yeah, this is a 30 Days of Night full-on yes. like yep. savage beast vampire, but also mm-hmm. with the mind tricks and the, you know, mm-hmm. you know kind of, you know, kind of psychic projection at night and getting into your thoughts and um and and that type of thing um which you know i i just i i loved it um yeah it's super fun it's it's the kind of
1: thing when you when when people talk about b movies and people like to shit on b movies Mm -hmm. and i'm like no because sometimes they're pure fucking gold Mm -hmm. and like this is that kind of movie the premise is great the performances aren't done by like known people but but they're great
0: Um, I I will say I was so worried because the movie starts off with the dream sequence and it was so mm -hmm. well done because it was very cheesy and overacted. And I thought, Oh Mm -hmm. shit, like, Mm -hmm. is this the movie? And then it quickly shifts to, and I was like, Oh, okay. And just to have that, like that kind of, um, snapback that idea, like to, to kind of play with people's expectations as to like what kind of movie this is. And then, um fuck with those expectations i thought was brilliant because yep. i think if you're like uh eh, you know i mean because let, let i mean let's let's be honest these streaming service exclusives are very much like straight to videos that we watched oh, as kids which isn't yeah. a bad thing but it also no. you know you you tend to go okay well what not and it it's not to say like that a movie that had a theatrical release and then goes exclusive to you know a streaming service because Amazon helped pay for it that's not what we're talking about right we're talking about right. like these movies that come out of nowhere and all of a sudden yeah. are like on Netflix or shuttered Mm. You know, exclusive, right? So your thinking is just like well, what is wrong with them? So for them to open with this kind of very cheesy, incredibly overacted type of thing, and then you're like, What the fuck? And then you think, is this really what it's gonna be? And then it snaps back to reality. I thought it was fucking brilliant and totally grounded the film because it gave you an understanding, you know, of where Stan is coming from, like kind of what he's gone through without really having to get too much into it. Um and then and and, and the thing I love too about it is that Stan has been like, you know, if anybody would have had a reason to kind of use this fucking monster... Uh, yeah, my pit
1: monster. Exactly. exactly. He
0: w- <laughs> It would have been him, but he... He doesn't like he recognizes, and at every available opportunity, when people are like, Oh, I'm gonna go look in the shed, he's like, No, and it doesn't matter if it's like the fucking his grandfather who's like borderline abusive or the sheriff who doesn't, you know, believe in him. And he's just like, No, you can't go in there. And he does Mm. his best to try to warn people. And then, you know, like Cody, who uh, you know, you sympathize with because he's been bullied, and he's like, "We have right. a fucking monster on the leash. Right. We, we can finally have the power, right?" Exactly. And then Stan's like, "No," and it's just it you're was right. so. I mean, there was a couple things, you know, with the girlfriend or not girlfriend, Roxy, where you're kind of right. like, eh, "I don't really know what," but. I honestly, I got picked on a lot in high school. If I had a vampire in a shed, oh, I same, right? think I also,
1: well, and it, 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 it definitely like it, I 100% get your Fright Night reference, but the thing that I kept going back to in my head was Chronicle because I was like, yeah, instead of an. Instead of an alien ship that gave them superpowers or whatever. Yeah. And the kid, you know, who was being, you know, had the, the tough home life and, yeah. and suddenly became a superhero uh, or, or got superpowers, didn't become a superhero, became the villain. Right. Yeah. And so so his friend uh, uh, Cody, I was like, oh, shit, he's the kid. Uh, uh, Dahmer yeah. is the kid from Chronicle. Right. Yeah. And like it. it Oh, but it's like instead. Of, but instead of an alien ship giving superpowers, it's my pet vampire.
0: Right, and they they you know they stick with just the basic vampire stuff like sunlight.
1: That exactly. So they like That's the brilliance of it, right? You know, yeah. nobody
0: nobody's going at him with a cross or whatever. And then, so one of the things I told my wife about is there's a scene when I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, Stan and Roxy are. In a house and they're like they kind of boarding they do the montage of them boarding the house up. Mm. <laughs> and, I love and, um, and he's going through the checklist, he's like, you know, you know, first floor, check. She's like, Yep, everything locked. And he's like, basement. She's like, you know, you know, whatever, uh, cellar, you know, locked and this door locked, and he's mm-hmm. like upstairs and she's like, you know, windows locked, doors locked, and he's like attic, and she goes, What? he's like, attic. There's an attic? And she's like, there's an attic? He's like, yes, there's an attic. He's like, you said you had the upstairs. And she's like, you didn't tell me there's an attic. And I told my wife about this. And I was like, that is exactly the fight a couple would have. Where it's like, well, you didn't say there's an attic. And he's like, when I say upstairs, I mean an attic. And no reasonable person would expect upstairs to be in the attic. That's a separate floor. In the same way that the basement is not the downstairs and I fucking loved it I loved it because it yep. was like there's a very tense moment and they're all like checking things off like some sort of military preparedness and then they realize like because they didn't explicitly communicate there's a flaw in their plan and it goes sideways from there but I, I loved I loved it because it's a very like human it's it's just simply well I, this is I, I live in this house so of course there's an attic and she's like well I don't live here you didn't tell right. me I right. was no reasonable person. <laughs> and I, I fucking loved it. I, I thought it was yeah. great. You know, that just that little kind of human touch to, you know, what is obviously an extremely kind of, you know, messed up other, otherworldly uh, situation. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was great. Um, so yeah. So if you have a shutter subscription and why, why don't you, if you don't buy now, I mean it's the 61 days of Halloween. Come on, son. Although Actually, they did they did make me watch Fade to Black the other day and I was like this is not a good movie.
1: <laughs> I have not watched it. I I have never seen that movie. Uh, so I was somewhat
0: intrigued by
1: what I've seen.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to blame In Search of Darkness for being interested in Fade to Black. Gotcha. <laughs> but, you know what at the same time, at the same time, movies have value even if they're not great. Because here's the if, thing if they, picture, if they paint a picture if they paint a picture of a time and a place and you know, sure. kind of what the trend was at the time, then they mm-hmm. they they have value, and not mm-hmm. everything has to be uh fucking great in order to have value like something cannot be fantastic it, and you still, it's me
1: like, it, i i I like things that everybody ate, so I probably will love it. I don't know <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But, I'm gonna watch it. I'll give nah, it. To I, it. Think I think it's. Th- I definitely think it's worth. It's, it's worth watching just because of you know where it. The sits. fact that
1: I haven't seen it is interesting enough for me.
0: Where where it sits in terms of like the the pantheon of 80s horror, I, although I I really do I think calling it a horror movie is a huge stretch. Like a okay. huge. I think it's more of like a thriller. Um, I, mm. I, I And okay. I was never scared while watching it. And I don't think any reasonable person would be either. Gotcha. Uh, so, but anyway. Okay. So the last movie we're going to watch also on Netflix. Um, and you said this is also on like the list of.
1: It's on a list of the best horror films of 2020.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie because uh, this is uh, an Indian film. Um, mm-hmm. and I had to have a Wikipedia article open so that I could kind of understand what's going on because mm-hmm. I am completely uh ignorant when it comes to um, you know, Indian practices, particularly around the turn of the 20th century. So I just sure. was like somewhat confused. Uh, that's not to say that it's not worth watching, but I'm just telling you where I came from. And this is... uh, What did we say it was called?
1: Bulbul? Bulbul. B-U-L-B-B-U-L.
0: Yeah. Um, So, um, this is a movie about... um, And it stars... I'm going to get their names wrong. uh, I was going to say, I'm not even going (laughs) to try. Tripti Dimri as Bulbul and Avinash um, uh, Tiwari as... um, Satya. Uh, as uh yes, exactly. Um and so it is a, a movie told both present day and flashback um of uh so uh Satia, he's a he's a young man. So uh okay, so Bulbul is a young woman, and when I say young woman, I mean like seven or eight, who is right. uh promised in marriage to uh Indranil. A monster. By, yeah, <laughs> played by Rahul Bose. Um who's essentially like the mayor or like the lord of this one area. As a very mm-hmm. young girl, she's promised in, in marriage to him. And she first meets Satya. Satya is Indranil's brother. And she thinks, oh, I'm promised in marriage to him because we're closer in age. But no, right. she's promised in marriage to this older guy. But she develops an affection uh, to uh, Satya because of of you know their their you know, the fact that they're kind of the same age and they start writing mm-hmm. like stories together and they're hanging out. Well, eventually, um, Indra realizes that she has an attraction to Satya and sends Satya to London. Um, mm-hmm. and then things go, uh, sideways from there. Um, mm-hmm. essentially, um, Satya ends up going to London. Um, Bobo burns the, the, kind of the um the journal that she had been keeping with the story she'd been writing with satia um and janelle finds it in the 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 fire realizes that there was an attraction there and this is where i didn't know if this was like a cultural thing and then mutilates Mm. her feet Mm, yeah uh like literally beats her feet with a fire fire poker. poker And I didn't yeah. know if this was, like, an Indian thing, like, to mutilate the feet. I did some research ahead of time. doesn't seem to be. It just mm. seems to be that's right. what they did. Um, unfortunately, uh, Indranel had a um, a twin brother. Um, it was, like, Mulhender, I think his name is, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, who was, like, mentally challenged. And while uh, Bulbul is um, convalescing with her busted-up feet, um, he... Rapes her until she dies, mm-hmm. and she essentially comes back with backwards feet. Ascent, uh, the the subtext is that she's kind of like brought back to life by the goddess, Ka- the goddess of Kali, right? And she kind of roams and with backwards feet and murders mm-hmm. men who take mm-hmm. advantage of. Uh, very young girls, or cheats on their wife, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what ends up happening is Satya ends up coming back and finds Bulbul, and she's like essentially in <clears throat> kind of charge of the homestead. But these men have been being murdered under kind of suspicious means, and he suspects mm-hmm. uh, the doctor, um, yes, of 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 being in charge of the murders. But Sadiq. You know, Sadiq, yeah and because he's kind of in love with Bulbul. like he he kind yes. like um essentially like tended to her and her her busted up feet um mm-hmm. but um so uh it, it required me to do some reading uh in terms of like what was going on because one it was subtitled yeah. but also like I there was like I think anytime there's like a kind of a a cultural barrier between you and what's going on. It, it just helps so, to have like a bit of a primer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it, it's not just that. This also is like, uh, this is the Indian version of Christopher Nolan making a movie Yeah, when it comes there's to
0: flashbacks like, and
1: there's right. You never know if you're in present day or not. And, and while it's, it's aggravating to an extent while you're watching it, uh, once you get to the end and you start piecing the, the, the puzzle pieces together, you're like, Oh, shit. And so that's where my like enjoyment for this came from because, yeah. like, it, it I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like when I first started watching it, I was like, I need to text Brandon right now and apologize. I was <laughs> like,
0: Oh my god, no, so we always like. So what'll happen is like as we approach um I guess kind of like the show like we'll text each other like hey I've watched this I've watched this like what are we talking about and he's like you know I'm watching you know Bubble on on Netflix and like oh okay and so I looked it up and I was like well this is an Indian language like and and, and I mean like I don't want it to sound like we're like against watching foreign films like we're we're absolutely not foreign films it's just that I didn't expect it so i was like okay and um and it's funny because my wife manages a primarily uh Indi- indian team and mm. i was like you need to ask them about this movie because <laughs> like i'm just curious awesome. to know yeah like, is if there even something like, like her, yeah. yeah like like is there something that like i'm kind of missing like not missing but like is this like a thing you know is it like um but um but anyway go ahead
1: well no, i i just I, I you know i was
0: watching it right and i thought okay
1: i watched the first probably 25 minutes or so and i'm like okay i got it let's get on with it and then cuz this is what an hour and like maybe 40 minutes or so yeah, it's a little bit longer that. than the other two that we yeah. watched right yeah. yep uh and, and and i think that um it, it the story that it presents and this is where the current – the present day versus flashback thing that is not explained at all mm-hmm. as you watch right. it. Right. It, it kind of will hinder your experience with it because I'm watching it and and it's like, oh, there's a demon lady in the forest and like the and there's the, the moon turns red and she's going to murder. And I'm like, OK, I'm in. I'm into like demon lady in the forest. Right. But then it becomes almost like a, a drama.
0: Yeah, like about, a period you know, piece. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, like what's a fucking demon? Yeah, it, like, <laughs> like is this Pride and Prejudice or is this like right. – Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. But then by the end when all the pieces start to come together yes. and, and you start figuring out how the story that we've, we've been presented took place, you're like, oh, shit like so many things you're just like oh shit yeah. it uh i thought the payoff was fucking i, I was super into it by the end like yeah, i, I mean, really it did.
0: it definitely rewards your patience because yes you know but it, you have to have patience you you have to have patience and and i don't know if 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 this is whatever i don't know if, if i i don't i'm i'm not going to say that, like that this is necessarily like a, a like a cultural thing i think it's just the choices that the filmmaker made um I, yeah uh, in terms of making the movie because we are like given these glimpses of violence against individuals but then um when you see what happened you mm-hmm. understand it all in the greater context of um you know kind of what happened to 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 Bulbul. um yes. and then you're like oh yeah right. right like that. and and so exactly. um Yeah, no, I, I think that, and, and I mean, it does a lot with very little, you know, I mean, there's, there's not, you know, there's, there's not a lot of like very kind of effects heavy, um, Mm -mm. you know, pieces, Um, you know, it, 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 it does a lot with, I mean, there's kind of some weird stuff going on, like, you know, the, uh, Satya and Sadiq, they get in a fight in the forest with a torch. Right, like, wait, what? Mm, yeah. You know, like, it seems like you know, like there's some stuff that maybe could have just been handled with a conversation, right? Like, right. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. when you kind of realize what happened, it you know when right. it all like you said when it all falls into place, you're like, fuck, that's
1: exactly that's pretty like, fucked up. Right, and it, that's such a like, that's such a thing for me, like because you know I'm I'm a person who enjoys like a slow burn, uh, you know you know, uh, as long as I'm interested in the characters, and I think that's what this movie for me was. I was at least interested in this drama that I was presented after the first few minutes with the demon lady, and I was like, yeah. several times I was I just looked at Angela and was like, wasn't there a demon lady? Like, what the yeah. fuck? What's but, happening?
0: But oh I, God. you know, it, it, it's funny because, like, the, the so, uh, and again, I, I hope I'm not like slaughtering her name, but but Tripti Dimri, who plays Bulbul, mm. she mm. did an amazing job because agreed, you know, yep. she has to play all of these emotions of this Mm-mm. young woman, you know, kind of married to a man that. Kind of almost sees her. Oh, as, dude! You know, it, it, not as, to cut
1: you off, but man, I expected a lot of really dark shit. Yeah, from the fact that she was so young, and like mm-hmm. that older woman would be come come to her and be like, "Well, he's requested yeah. you, and Bernardini. I don't know
0: why." Yeah, yeah. But Right, and
1: I was just like, "Oh Jesus! Like, what's going to
0: happen?" <laughs> but she she does an amazing job of of playing this like younger woman who's kind of naive, and then realizing who she's married to. But then once mm-hmm. like afterwards, when 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 Satya comes back, and she's just like fully in control. She knows what she is. Yes, she's yes. like kind of taken over the house and I'm the boss. Right. And that's exactly what it was is she's just like, yeah, "Yeah, okay. I was in love with you at some point point. you're back now, but make no mistake. Like this is my fucking house. I run this. Yeah. And I mean, just, I mean, just did a fantastic job of kind of conveying that change and not just, Mm -hmm. not just a change in attitude, but because of what she had kind of gone through, um, Mm -hmm and uh no it was great like i i would love like i you know i'm not i mean here's the thing like if sometimes movies require you to engage with them at uh, a level that requires more work. Like, it just, you know, there's yes. a cultural significance that right. if you don't take a, the, a minute to kind of do a little bit of investigation, you might be missing out on things. And I'm totally fine with doing that work. I mean, it it just opens up a whole new... You know. Oh,
1: I have so many questions, and I would love to sit down and speak to anyone, yeah, who, who you know, who had any knowledge of the, these characters, or like this, you know, like n- not necessarily like specifically deep in, in these characters, but like the the cultural like significance yeah. of this this I won't say demon, but they kept calling her the demon woman or whatever, right? But yeah,
0: like, I, I think that where the cultural significance comes in is less with her as a demon woman, but more of you know, kind of the place of women in mm. households at that in that in that at that yeah. particular time period in that particular part of India, and mm-hmm. this notion of being incredibly controlled and sheltered, but yet at the same time also being somewhat in charge. So, um, I because right. I, I did some research too because I wanted to see like like you were saying, is this like is is it like where is the cultural significance in this movie is it in mm-hmm. the actual like supernatural aspect of it or is it in right the the historical right. aspect or the you yeah know, kind of like the the role of the individuals and so it was like really fascinating to read and i mean and that's where like that's the joy of not just horror movies but just movies in general right is it like mm-hmm. it just you know gives you the opportunity to engage with other cultures um, in a way that maybe you wouldn't have thought of before. And if it, mm-hmm. if it's a movie like this, that's well done and it sparks your interest, it gets you going, okay, well, you know, is this, because I mean, it, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with not knowing. Like I was like, oh, sure. is, is like is that- mutilating a feat, fe- yeah, feet. Yeah. I had sorry. the same question. Cause you I know, thought mutilating was- feet, like maybe historically. I thought he was beating her ass
1: with it. Like I thought he was like, you know, what we, Right. You know? Yeah. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, for lack yeah. of a better term, like, that's what I thought was going on. Right. And then it ended up being
0: her feet. And I was like, holy shit, that right. is fucking sadistic. But, right. like, is that. Right. And so that's what I thought. I was like, well, is that a cultural thing? Because I mean, right. that's, a, that's a genuinely I think that's a natural question to ask. Right. Not not because sure. you're condemning a particular race or culture. You're just like, OK, well, maybe that's a thing. Yeah, no. Right. Right? Yeah, then maybe that's, right. Exactly. So I looked it up. It, it's not. It's just what they did. Right. But then it just set right. me down this rabbit path of like, here's all these like pieces uh, and, and not criticisms. Uh, of the film but just critical pieces about the film and and where Mm -hmm. some of the story elements kind of like lie in 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 terms of like India's history and 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 different like parts of that stuff and I was like shit this shit is fascinating right so Mm -hmm. um you know so if you have that opportunity it's it's fucking great, right? Because it just allows you to interact with the world in a capacity that prior, 90 90 minutes ago, you didn't think to do.
1: See, and that's like my favorite thing about these movies that Shudder and Netflix and even Hulu to some extent are, are going after that I never would have been able to see before. You know, you know, I have a region free player. And so if somehow it showed up my radar, then maybe, but like the fact that they're like readily available and like these services seem to be like going out of their way to find these experiences uh, and, and provide them for people, you know, uh, Shudder specifically, you know, they're, they're not only doing like foreign films, like terrified, uh, you know, which was fucking amazing
0: yeah.
1: and stuff like that. But they're also like showing things from, you know, the eighties like that, uh, uh, the, the thing you, you were talking black. about,
0: yeah. fade to
1: black, yeah, which I somehow had never shown up on my radar. Yeah. And so for, for as much as I preach about, you know, uh, physical media and stuff, the, this, this is where the, the, importance of streaming services is for me is that giving, giving me the opportunity to see things that I wouldn't have any other way.
0: Yeah. And, and I think there's, I think that, I think where I, I think it comes down to just this idea of it's not, you know, the full, um, kind of tapestry of film is not captured one way or the other, right? Like, uh-huh. you know, one of the yes. things that they, you know, they mentioned at the end of like In Search of, of Darkness is this idea of like, there's all these like straight to video movies. They're they're just not important enough, quote unquote, important for mm-hmm. streaming services to want to um, host but they're still important. They have value as films. And we see this too, like in, in video games. Like a lot of times um publishers are so restrictive in mm. how like they would rather no one is able to have a copy of a game uh if it means that someone can't get it free. Right. And it's like these you know, the, these games um, I mean, th- there's so much history uh, I- in these games that, that to not be able to archive them in some capacity is mm-hmm. is, is, is is a crime. But publishers yep. are so restrictive because they're just like, well, if I can't get paid for it, exactly. even though I don't offer it in a way that I could get paid for it, I don't right. want anyone to have it. And so... Yep. Um, so we're, you know, like it, 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 it's not just all streaming services because streaming services have that, you know, they have that, that notion of, well, you don't own it. And if we pull it, it's just gone. Mm. That physical media is like, I, I, if I own it, I always have it. I can always watch it. I can always share it. I can always make it available to somebody else. So, but, but at the same time, like you said, you know, it, I would never have, you know, you're not going to, you know, this movie is not going to come to Walmart. Right. Right. Even, so, I'm even never going to see it. If you're
1: super into, uh, you know, whatever you're, you're, if you're into genre film or whatever the genre is, there's, there are going to be examples like this that just wouldn't have come up because right. they're not, because we live where we live and this right. movie comes from where it comes from. Right. And
0: that's to no one's fault, right. but it just is the way it is. Right. It's funny because, like, where I moved from, so where I lived in in Cumming, there was a a huge Indian population where I lived. My neighborhood was uh, predominantly Indian, and in Mm. fact, so if I would go to the movies, there were two movie theaters I would go to. There was the AMC Theater at um, the Collections, which was, like, an outdoor mall, and there was this, like, kind of – Lower price called Movies 400. Most of the time, I would prefer to go to Movies 400 because the seats were great and the, the tickets were or, uh Sorry, the tickets were cheaper. Well, Movies 400 got smart and they were like, there is a huge Indian population. So we are going to have at least two or three screens with the latest Indian movies. Mm. And this, I could see this movie uh playing there because mm-hmm. there was a, a a large enough population uh of of folks that uh identified culturally with what 's going on in this movie down where mm-hmm. I am right now no absolutely not. right it's all right. it's all yeah, whatever certainly they, yeah. this
1: wouldn't play well here
0: <laughs> right so but you know i just like i mean Haga souza we i would never I mean, when no. would that ever come? I was pissed off because I came back from vacation and Midsummer was gone. Yeah. I mean, it came back exactly. in like two weeks. And that, that's, that's an American movie made by a darling of the horror scene at the time. And it got, mm-hmm. what, two weeks? So what, yeah, you're going to tell exactly. me that a fucking uh, turn of the 20th century gothic uh, Indian horror film is going to be on a screen near <laughs> you? right exactly no no, it is not
1: (laughs) 100 percent. no um
0: but you know i'm i'm glad that that you uh you 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 found it and you brought to my attention because even if i didn't like connect to it to the same degree uh, as i have other movies i'm glad that i watched it because it just gave me insight to a whole you know moment in time and 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 kind of Uh, movie-making and and cultural experience that I never would have come to. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the same and and I I thank Netflix for the exact same thing, because for Netflix, I never would have known about
0: it. Right. Right. So, but, um, okay, so upcoming movies, who knows? Oh, I did get The Owners. I'm interested in watching that one. Mm. Uh, It's like a Maisie Williams seems almost like a um. Uh, oh shit! What's the one where they break into the blind guy's house? Don't breathe.
1: Oh yeah, don't breathe. God damn! You want to talk about fucking uh, atmosphere and yeah. Spe- <laughs>
0: yeah. So I'm interested in watching that one. Um, and I what's the uh, what's the date? Today
1: is the 13th. Is 13th. 20th. God damn it! So yeah, I was gonna say. Thanks the, the, the fine people. We got another screener, but the NDA is till the twenty eighth. So literally, our next show is the day before we could talk about Death of Me. Yeah, but we yeah. got Death of Me to talk about. Um, <laughs> Not next
0: show, but the one after. Well, that. Oh, it comes out on the twenty eighth. We could talk about it. We could talk about, it. we could talk about. We could talk about just release yeah. the show on Tuesday. Well, yeah. Or Monday,
1: because the 27th will be Sunday. So Monday will be the actual well, last date. Go. Yeah.
0: So we'll have Death of Me yeah. to talk about. So we'll uh, have Death of Me. <laughs> and, and then I'll have um, more Avengers stuff. The problem is so for me, the issues of my in laws come a week from yesterday. And so I'll have like this week to play Avengers and then probably not because. Unfortunately, mm. I don't have as much space as I did in the last house, so my daughter will be up in this room, which means I probably won't be gaming very much. But you know what? It's Avengers. It's fine. But yeah, we'll have plenty of um, of stuff uh, movie-wise to talk about. Uh, but whatever it is uh, we decide to talk about, it. hopefully you'll be here with us. So um, here's the thing. Just it is September. Figure out how you're going to vote. Um, figure out how you're going to vote if you are allowed to vote by mail get your ballots early send them in and if your state offers uh, an electronic way to uh, track whether or not your ballot has been counted then use it Um, Mm -hmm. if you need to vote in person then figure out how that's going to happen if you are looking for a way to support voting but don't feel strongly about either candidate you can be a poll officer you will get paid uh there's Mm -hmm. training involved but you will get paid to be uh to work at the polls and the more poll uh workers there are the more polling places that can be open which ensures that everyone who has a right to vote gets the opportunity So you can kind of participate in the democratic process without specifically saying that you are for one candidate or the other, although you kind of should just be for one of them. But that's besides the point. (laughs) Um, So figure out how you're going to vote. If you have friends that don't know how they're going to vote and you find out how, then tell them. If you have uh, family members who are unsure how they're going to vote and you figure out how, tell them too. Uh, And so, but mostly just... You know, figure out how you're going to do it. And if you can do it, then go ahead and do it. Um, but uh, be safe. Uh, be kind to one another. Recognize that um, folks sometimes might be wearing a mask because they just don't want to put other people at risk. It's not a political statement. It's just a safety thing. So right. Um, yeah. But for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. It's been um, an absolute blast. This has been episode... 103? Yep. Thank 103. you. One three. Outrider Lander, <laughs> Overlander Riders is on Overlanders. sale. Landers. Overlanders.
1: Overlanders. <laughs> Get that shit. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you so much for hanging out with us. We look forward to spending some more time with you uh, in the next two weeks. So from myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night and happy day.